Hey there! Welcome to this episode. I'm your host, Nancy Mwakishau. This week, you keep it political and historical. With everything happening in our country, Kenya now, I figure we should talk about this and see where we are from as a country and what are our expectations in our system of governance, the constitution, and the people we elect to lead us. So stay tuned. Welcome once more. So today, I'll start this segment with a little joke. It goes like this. A 10-year-old boy asks his grandfather, why do we elect our leaders after a given period of time and why do some have a maximum serving term? Uh, the grandpa answered. He answered, politicians and diapers have one thing in common. They shall both be changed regularly and for the same reason. <laughs> Hope you get the joke. So let's dive in into it. Uh, so we start with a brief history of Kenya, then check on the BBI. Uh, then we check on to what's happening today with the shutdown of counties and all that. So with the history of Kenya, Kenya gained internal self-rule from the British colonial rule on 1st June of 1963, when the country was allowed to form its first internal self-government with Mzee Jomo Kenyatta as the president. So on 12th December uh, in 1963, Kenya attained full independence. That's when British Union uh, were replaced by the Kenyan black, red and green flag. Um, exactly one year later, then that's when we celebrate our reunion, uh, uh, Jamuhuri, that's when we became a republic as a Kenya on 12th of December. Some that's um, Madaraka, it's on 1st June, then Jamhuri on 12th December, respectively. So in a commemoration of the hard-won freedom that came with such fresh air of free people in control of their own destiny. The Republic of Kenya is a unitary state divided into 47 countries, counties. The country is run by the national government and the 47 county governments are run... Uh, run by the governors the two level of governments work in close consultation as exposed in article 6 subsection 2 of the constitution of kenya which states that the government and the national car and the national and the county levels are distinct and interdependent and shall conduct their mutual relations between on the basis of consultation and cooperation further and for the smooth running of coding and coordination between the governments, the constitution in the fourth schedule clearly outlines national and county government functions. So the members of the National Assembly are referred to as members of parliament, MPs, and while the members of the Senate are referred to as senators, both MPs and senators serve a five-year term. So from there, we, we understand when we got our independence, we understand what our country as a republic entails, uh, the counties the regions we have uh nine is it the nine regions the Rift Valley, Nairobi, Central, I think there are eight. Then we have the um, counties. So but we talk about the national government and the counties because this whole thing comes down to whatever I'm just saying right now. So you know there is national member assembly of which are uh, the MPs represent us from the national level then there is these senators who represent us at the county levels they help with the administration of the counties now that's what's happening with the shutdown and all that so we will come to that 
So the president, let's continue with the history. The president of the Republic of Kenya, together with the deputy president and the cabinet secretary, comprise the executive. The president shall nominate and, with the approval of the National Assembly, appoint cabinet secretaries, the Akina Matiangis, Akina Amina Muhammad, uh, Omamo, and all them. All of them. So a cabinet secretary shall not be a member of parliament. The president is elected directly for a five-year term in order to win. A candidate must garner 50 plus one votes, 50% plus one votes, and 25% in half of the 47 counties. So now you understand with the 51% uh, you used to hear when it comes for election time, uh, the 51%, the one they that uh, the previous elections, uh, Raila and uh, no, Uhuru and Deputy Ruto won. Let's continue. Parliamentary politics in Kenya is open, free, fair, and highly competitive field. Kenya has indeed held all its general elections presidential, parliamentary, and local authority every five years as required by the Constitution without fail since the country attained independence in 1963. So we've been voting from then and like every five years we vote. I don't know why we keep doing the same mistakes. We will check and see what happens with us. Apparently we have a tendency. <laughs> so let's continue. So to that point, it's the basic history of Kenya. So let's touch on some vital articles on the constitution pertaining the political nature of kenya what are the political rights that we kenyans are have passed in on our 2010 constitution so as i've said we will check on the constitutions uh let's start with the political rights see what are required what are the required rights from the constitution on to chapter four the bill of rights and to Part two of it are uh, the rights and the fundamental freedoms of us as citizens. So every citizen is free to make political choices, that is to form or participate in forming a political party, to participate in activities of or to recruit members for a political party, to campaign for a political party or cause. Second, every citizen has the right to free, fair and regular elections based on an universal suffrage and the free expression of the will of the electors for any elective public body or office established under the constitution any office of any political party of which the citizen is a member then we have another one every adult citizen has the right without unreasonable restriction to be a registered voter to vote by secret ballot in any election or referendum to be a candidate for the public office within a political uh within a political party of which the citizen is a member and if elected to hold office so anyone can vote for a seat everyone is eligible to vote so long as you have the voting card like you can get the voting card so long as you are an adult and the adult um prescribed age is 18 years so if you're 18 years and above you can vote you can uh vie you can you can be elected and hold office for the uh the seat that people will be electing you for so it's it's a free country from then i can really understand that it's a free nation and all that we have democracy as stated in the constitution i really don't know about it if it can be implied in real life situation um okay so let's continue assembly demonstration and picketing and uh and petition okay 
that is in chapter 4, the Bill of Rights 2, part, uh, also part 2, Fundamental and the Freedoms. Uh, every person has the right peaceably and unarmed to assemble, to demonstrate, to picket, and to present petitions to the public authority. So if you don't agree with anything, you can file a petition, like those who have filed a petition against the BBI and all that. On to freedom of association, uh, also on the chapter 4 of Bill of Rights. Every person has the every person has the right to freedom of association, which includes the right to form, join, participate, participate in activities of an association of any kind. A person shall not be compelled to join an association of any kind, so nobody has to force you to do things. You have to do them your own way. Any legislation that requires registration of an association of a kind shall provide that registration may not be withheld or withdrawn unreasonably. Then there shall be right to have fair hearing before registration is cancelled. So there's so much of freedom for association, uh, democracy and all that. Um, so I really don't know where we always go wrong as a country. But we'll figure it out together. <laughs> so then responsibilities of leadership are what the constitution compels our leaders to do or abide in things uh, that they're supposed to do the constitution of kenya chapter 6 leadership and integrity authority assigned to a state officer is a public trust and must is to be exercised in a manner that is that brings honor to the nation and dignity of the office that is consistent with the purpose of the objects demonstrates respect for the people promotes public confidence and integrity of the people um it's in the state officer the responsibility to serve the people rather than the power to rule them so they're supposed these leaders that we elect every time they're supposed to uh to uh to be responsible to serve us and not exercise their power on us they are not rulers they are our leaders they are supposed to lead us to do this and this and this as to what we want or require them to do that's what democracy is it's not about that's what democracy is for them to rule uh, for them to help us acquire what we want for them to lead us uh, there's a difference between a leader and a ruler um and most especially when it comes to Forcing people to do things that you want other than listening to what they want. So another thing is the guiding principle of leadership and integrity includes selection on the basis of personal integrity, that uh, competence and sustainability or election in free and fair elections, objectivity and partiality in decision making and ensuring that decisions are not influenced by nepotism, favorism, other improper motives or corrupt practices selfless services based solely on the public interest demonstrated are these leaders we elect selfless are they ready to put our needs before theirs that's what the constitution clearly entails it requires them to be these leaders that they are put on the constitution but do they really bring forth what is placed on the constitution i really don't think so what are your opinions so they are also required to be honest, 
uh, in the execution of public duties, the, de the declaration of any personal interest that may conflict with public duties, accountability to the public for the decisions and actions, and discipline and commitment in service to the people. So I will touch on this so much, so much, so much uh, articles that kind of add to whatever that you're going to check on today. Uh, so we wanted to take you so that we can understand what is required for from the constitution that we're using now, the 2010 constitution, that is the guideline uh, constitution, the one we use. As before we go deep into talking about BBI, into talking about um, the shutdown of the counties and everything that is happening in our country right now. So as I've said, this week will be strictly political. I don't know. So uh, this Wednesday, we will talk about politics. This Thursday, I mean, this today we talk about politics. On Sunday, we talk about politics. So we're just going to keep it political this week. So um, next week we will have people to come aboard so we can talk it all here and discuss what I'm just putting forward today. So this is basically my opinion and I am entitled to an opinion too. I have a freedom to, of speech, freedom of uh, to talk these things out. So this is basically my opinion, not that I am influencing anyone to them. Have your own mind. Then there is uh, chapter 6, Leadership and Integrity 2. Uh, the one says that a restriction on activity of state officers. A full-time state officer shall not participate in other grainful employment. Any, appointment state, any appointed state officer shall not hold office in a political party. A retired state officer who is received a pension from public funds shall not hold more than two concurrent remunerative positions as chairperson, director, or employee of a company owned or controlled by the state, a state organ. A retired state officer shall not receive remuneration from public funds other than as contemplated in clause. Three. So you see why these politicians, some of them have really refused to go back home. They're really working on keeping uh, to keeping uh, their positions are really working to be. Uh, they're consistent in keeping their positions or renewing their positions, becoming to be in the government that desperately. OK, because once you resign, once you are retired, once you go out. Uh, it's hard for you to come back working for the government or earning again for the government from the government. That's why, and the government money is so sweet. I've been uh, in a position, I've been, okay, um, let's say I've been working with the government uh, for some few times. Like I've been, uh, okay, the money from the government is sweet, okay? So uh, any money you work for and you know, there's so much disbursement from the government. And these people, that's why you see, most people really don't want to go back um, to Mashinani, like go back home, like stop working for the government. These people are not retiring. You wonder someone is so old and they're still in politics because, uh, because the constitution kind of puts you out once you out. Okay. Um, Let's check on uh, 
I think those will be for today. Our sovereignty of the people. Also in chapter, this one is in chapter 1, sovereignty of the people and supremacy of the constitution. Let's see, do, the, do we as the people of Kenya have a say? Does the constitution, um, is the constitution powerful enough to cover all of us, to cover for our needs, to protect us, uh, to guide us and our leaders? So... This is what chapter 1 states. All sovereignty power belongs to the people of Kenya and shall be exercised only in accordance with the constitution. Uh, the people may exercise their sovereignty power either directly or through their democratically elected representative. Sovereign power under this constitution is delegated to the following state organs which shall perform their function in accordance with this constitution. Parliament and the Legislative Assembly is the county in the county government. The national executive and ex executive structures in the country government, the judiciary and the independent tribunals, the sovereignty power of the people is exercised at the national level and at the county level. So wherever um, level of governance we are at, the we our sovereignty power is should be exercised all through so we the power uh, belongs to the people of kenya we are the people who say what should be done but does it always work like that that's up to you to answer <laughs> and how good is the constitution that they say they gave us on 2010 2010 and we passed it you remember once you vote for that um I didn't vote. I wasn't at. I was not of age by then. But for those who voted for it, I hope you voted for the right thing. Now there's BBI coming and everything. Like it's too much. Now I feel like it's our time. Uh, the people, uh, people like me who didn't have the opportunity to vote for the twenty ten. Now it's a time for us to vote again. Do you? Are you going to let this? constitution down for another one which i really don't know what's the need for it but we will look at that also chapter one states the sovereign uh the supremacy of the constitution that the constitution is the supreme law of the republic and binds all persons of all state organs at both levels of government no person may claim or exercise state authority except as authorized under this constitution the validity of of the constitution is not subject to challenge by or before any court of other state organ any law including customary law that is inconsistent with the constitution is to avoid extent of inconsistency and any act of omission is over is contravention of the constitution is valid the general rules of international laws shall form part of the law of kenya any treaty or convention ratified by the Kenya shall form part of the law of Kenya under this constitution. So now that we know that the constitution demands for what it demands for with elections and the leaders that as we voters vote for every time, what are your thoughts so far? What do you think about the constitution 2010? Is there anything wrong with it? It should, should it be worked on? What are your opinion as a as a Kenyan or as a voter? <laughs> okay, because some people don't really vote.
people are tired um so uh let's check now, now let's look what's on uh what's happening let's check the bbi report then we can check on what's happening with the shutdown of counties stay tuned don't go anywhere what's bbi uh what is bbi bbi in kenya means building bridges in bridges initiative it was started on march 9th of 2018 on after president uhuru kenyatta and his closet competitor in 2017 president election raila odinga decided to shake hands and unite the country that was at the brink of war what is now commonly referred to as the handshake in kenya some building bridges initiative report was released on wednesday 27th november 2019 by president uhuru kenyatta and raila odinga a summary of the constitution changes recommendation which is already out by now also but i figure we have to vote for it so once we vote for it that's when they will um update it to be on our or when the report is out they will update it so after the handshake um Uhuru and Raila did uh they jointly formed a team of individual who held public participation forum across the 47 counties in Kenya to collect views on what changes Kenya's Kenyans would want to see from the provided nine agendas that is the BBI nine agendas i if you are one of the self, um one of the people who voted for it I don't know what you, I don't know your opinions were actually but I hope you guys represented us well but I really don't think so The BBI team collected um recommendations from 7000 Kenyans and compiled them in what is now the BBI report that was released on Wednesday 27th November of 2019 to the public for further discussion depending on the response from the public after reading the BBI report Kenya might have a referendum to amend the 2010 constitution resulting in change of the government structure so you see the whole thing and everything that is going on the BBI can overcome um change the whole thing with the 2010 constitution and then we will have a new constitution with a new government structure and all that because this whole set of bbi is taught, is so has so much difference from the 2010 constitution and let's check uh, what it entails the bbi nine points agenda team collected views from the public based on the following nine points agendas that is how to end ethnic ethnic, ethnic division inclusivity how to solve polarizing elections safety and security how to deal with corruption how to deal with lack of national ethos responsibility and rights shared prosperity enhancing devolution and all that but i really want to ask was this bbi formed before or before or after the handshake because this whole thing to me seems like it was there it just needed 
um, a good reason to be placed into our side. But I think this thing was there. That's my opinion. But if it wasn't there, then damn, you guys worked real fast. <laughs> let's continue. Uh, let's check on the summary of the BBI. And okay, let's check the summary. So allocation, this summary is okay. The BBI states that allocation to counties to be increased to at least 35%. Prime Minister to be appointed by the President from the majority party in Parliament. Uh, the Cabinet shall comprise of Deputy President, Prime Minister and Cabinet Ministers chaired by the President. Presidential term limit to remain of two terms as it was in the 2010... Sorry. The President term limit to remain to two terms as it was in 2010 Constitution... The opposition leaders shall become ex-official members of the parliament that they shall sit in the parliament. The official opposition party shall have a shadow cabinet. Half the cabinet shall, up, shall be appointed from members of parliament and the other half of comprise of technocrats. Minimize taxation for new and small businesses by providing them a tax holiday exemption of at least seven years as of support to youth entrepreneurship and job creation now that you've hear the nine agendas of the bbi and that you've heard about us a brief summary of it from the summary and then and these nine agenda points do you see anything that goes with what it was asked from the seven thousand people ke or the kenyan citizen i don't see anything that matches not that all that matches some do but not all so bbi with politics so bbi being an initiative that seeks to cure political issues that have faced the country since independence it is expected that three political groups will emerge will emerge those that support bbi those that reject BBI like me and those that have no interest in it. As it stands, Raila Odinga's party, ODM, seems to be fully in support of the BBI, while Jubilee Party is divided between the two groups. Deputy President William Ruto supporters identifies as this Tanga Tanga that started opposing BBI before it was released and President Uhuru's Kenyatta's supporters identifies as the Kieloweke that are in support of the BBI. So we have groups of our own as Kenyans and we are entitled to our opinion and it is we are totally free to vote for whatever things that we want or wish to vote for. So if you are in support of BBI, well and good. If you are not in support, well and good. If you don't even want to be identified with it, well and good too because it's a free nation, everyone. But anyway, I think this whole thing is funny. I'm thinking, who is the problem? Who drafted the campaign for the 2010 constitution? And who or what causes the corruption in Kenya? Same, same people who are really campaigning for the BBI thing. So in the, I think this BBI is an escape to our problem that we have caused as a nation. And as if, when I say by we, I mean the politicians, our very own leaders. It's like they want to rebrand their mistake with this BBI. I mean... Just because you mark strips on your donkey doesn't make it a zebra, you know. 
my opinion on this uh we should just deal with what we have let's deal with our problem rectify and do right by what with um by what we require by the constitution we have already now let's fix what we have let's change what you have to change and stick to that okay this whole drafting and amendment process is exhausting and nothing good ever comes from it you have been here i mean okay it's not like we have never have this thing before like it happened our leaders previously um, made some things into the constitution to suit their benefit to suit them and now they're doing it again like it's so exhausting to a common man and just uh i think our leaders should start looking to the needs of and opinions of our common man for once i mean do they even ask what we want this whole representation government is a joke like they were they are not representing their agendas they are not representing i mean our agendas other than theirs they only uh, okay like when will they stop and ask what do you really want us as kenyans are the citizens who elected them so anyway my fellow kenyans let's stay woke uh let's stay positive and together let's keep the peace out there despite our political differences and all that we are one and i really like how we kenyans always come out for one another no matter what no matter our political indifferences our tribal differences we always have a way to come together like yesterday there was this kid uh the mother had an accident and died and the kid was injured kenyans in 24 hours they raised one over 1.5 million from different backgrounds and groups for this kid to be treated like that's the kind of unity we kenyans should always have and we always have our way of working things out without even our leaders so we don't really need to uh start um attacking our our fellow uh one another because of these leaders because we, at the end of the day it's kenyans for kenya kenyans for kenyans and kenya for kenyans and kenyans for kenya it's us for us so you always see how this all thing ends i hope next time when we vote everything we will vote uh considerably and uh try to figure out what you really need before uh voting okay i'm sorry this episode is going to be long uh but i'm really trying to keep it short <laughs> so my pardon please uh, okay so i'll try to really bring people on board on sunday so we can talk about this whole thing of pbi and the shutdown of counties if the shutdown will still continue because in some counties they have started today and it's really shocking with everything that is happening so i wouldn't really i wouldn't really go into details so much details today we will leave that for the sunday because sunday has to be late and we really have to talk it all here on this on this podcast so make sure you tune in on sunday too so we thought maybe the governors were bluffing were calling a bluff with the threats that they were going to shut down the counties but this took us by surprise yesterday like these guys are not joking and it's upsetting because as always leaders look for their needs uh the senate punching the governors because they are eyeing the gubernatorial positions and the governors are in the are in need for their tummies the money guys what about us the local citizen the common mwananchi atapata nini from this situation on this 
I have gathered up some tweets by Kenyans concerning the matter. Then we will look what are the reasons on and solutions for the shutdown. Anyway, as Jeff Koinange said yesterday, <laughs> they should give us a break. This whole thing is a pandemic and a pandemic after a pandemic. It's just so exhausting. We are dealing with corona and these guys are already on our necks, ready for the BBR, ready for the shutdowns and all that drama that's happening with the Luna Park and everything. Okay, anyway, let's check the tweets. I went on Twitter, checked some three tweets that I kind of like us to, to touch on. So there's this one from Felix Asosha on Twitter. He said, our senators have no moral authority to lecture governors on counties shutdown. Most of them, especially the so-called Team Kenya, have been a let, go, a let down. They come on Twitter to cry loud, yet they have failed to defend devolution in parliament. Then Abu Amne says, Kenya can afford to send a delegation of 100 MPs to the United States, where other bigger economies send less than 10 delegates. To our dismay, the country has endured grandstanding between the two chambers of parliament, bringing counties to near shutdown amid one 17 billion dispute what a country to live in <laughs> so it's really funny though guys uh let's hear from mike lvb guys always see reports of government shutdown in united states but since we are here in kenya we never feel the pinch but it's things but if things go as they are come today um september 16 this tweet was yesterday if the counties do shut down we all are going to feel the pinch and it's gonna be painful just wait and see so uh kenyans are really it's so upsetting as i've said earlier this whole thing is it's annoying because as ahmed as abu ahmed or amne says uh, our country can afford to send a hundred MPs for delegations duties. At the same time, they can't even spend 17 billion for services in this nation. So it's a whole thing in this nation. It's, I think we are a joke. And Jeff said yesterday, I was watching JKL. It's, it, he said that, we are it's a shame i'm ashamed he's ashamed to be a kenya i kind of feel the same because this whole thing is a bazaar so oparanya said uh online essential services maybe you don't really understand what the shutdown is and all that oparanya said all the non-essential services have been hereby suspended and the county employees have been advised to proceed on leave for two weeks two good weeks without services guys from today all county services will be paralyzed across the country after the senators failed to pass the revenue sharing formula. So you guys, you can see it's a whole thing between the senators and the governor's chambers. And at the end of the day, we are the one who are going to pay the price. So we are the grass guys and this is really going to hurt us as Mike has said on his tweet. We are going to feel the pinch. Two weeks is not easy, but especially with the medica um, 
health facilities too that are going to hold on their services. In a statement on Wednesday, um, Governor Wycliffe Oparanya said county health facilities will not permit any new inpatient, inpatient admissions. They will not provide minimal outpatient services. They will only provide, sorry, minimal outpatient services, he said. Oparanya said all non-essential services have been hereby suspended and county employees have been advised to proceed on leave for two weeks. All of them for two weeks. And it's not like they never go for leaves. They do, but now they have to go at once. So you can imagine the pain that is coming, guys. Oparanya said on... Okay, in the meantime, the council will continue to push for the speedy release of county funds, he said. So until the senators sign for the formula, uh, for the money, the revenue formula, that's when they will resume back. So he said that 47 devolved units are suffering and the only way to end their pain is for the National Treasury to release funds for running operation. I don't know, maybe this is the way of doing things or maybe it's our way of doing things as a country because we've been here with the teachers union, we've been here with the nurses, we've been here with the doctors. Every uh, office or state or structure that provides services to the people, the oldest thing, uh, they seize their operations, seize their services so that they can be heard by the government, so that the government can act upon some things. Why must we always get to this point? Why can the, nece the, uh, the necessary things be done before we get to this point? Because now if you're going to, sh uh, they're going to have this uh, back and forth pushing, uh, <sighs> pushing for efforts and all that like i stopped offer they stop offering service teachers go on strike medicine medi um the me, the medical practitioners got on strike so that they can the government can hear or so that these senators can pass the revenue formula why must it always uh be about using force first why can't the necessary thing be done because at the end of the day, we Kenyans are the ones who suffer. The students suffer, the sick people, the patients. Now they can't even admit inpatient. Uh, only outpatient patients will, be, uh, will receive treatment. What is that? Because now we are going to suffer because this this whole thing. The governors want, I think some say these senators are only doing this because some of them want the governor to, governors to be headed because of the whole decisions that they are making so that they can they are, because they are eyeing the gubernatorial seats so it's politic on the another level and another level is greediness and money issues and not at all things that really concerned a kenyan so if this the whole thing continues like this on Sunday we will check deep onto what we are on to this and we will touch on we will touch deep on this so I'll just end it for there with this whole thing of the shutdown you can so it's a whole thing <laughs> it's a whole thing but we are going to get through this guys you're going to get through this you have always get through so much things and this is just this is nothing actually but we will get through this together as a nation <laughs> so this is the whole thing here what are your opinions on this 
on that note be a wise voter next time and let's hold on to each other as kenyans hopefully we will look into this matter on sunday as i've said on the sunday episode i'm yet to get people to discuss this with and if you're interested to join in and send, then send me a message on david with nancy page on instagram and if you have my uh phone number send me a text or call me on instagram you can dm nanamwaks and on facebook nancy mwakishau my email is nanmwaks at gmail.com nanmwaks n-a-n-m-w-k-s at gmail.com send me your feedback on such too you can also check your youtube our youtube channel diving with nancy which i'll be posting the audiograms of this episode so far and so far i haven't posted any but i always start by next week all the audiograms of this i'm working on them the audiograms of the episodes that we've been doing and some tips of lifestyle from me so subscribe and turn on the notification bell for the updates i'm really grateful to you for taking your time to tune into this thank you so much you are amazing and you make this happen every time remember to always shop on jumia and for an added discount varying from 2% to 40%, send me a message for our promo code link. Yes, we have a promo code link as Diving with Nancy family. Then we will use the shop, uh, you will use the link to shop on Jumia. So let's shop on Jumia, guys. Thank you so much for your time and consistency to tuning to this podcast. See you next time. Bye.